Welcome to It's All Beer. I'm Jeremy Jones, and Tyler isn't with me today because we are actually still on summer break. Um, I am in the Caribbean at the moment, uh, seeing if I can't teach dolphins how to make beer. Uh, strangely enough, they've mastered the hazy IPA, but nothing else so far. Go figure. Tyler, meanwhile, is in the wilds of Siberia hunting the world's most dangerous game, which is, contrary to popular belief, not human beings. It is, in fact, bear with surgically attached chainsaws for arms. However, we did take a little moment to sit down with the fine fellas at Brewnomics for a few pints and some conversation. Brewnomics is a, another locally produced podcast right here in Boise. Uh, besides uh, tasting beer and rating beer and generally talking about beer, they like to grab some local beer personalities from breweries, restaurants, and of course, your occasional beer podcast to, uh, well, talk beer, which is what we did at length, as you will see. Uh, we had a ton of fun, and they are definitely worth checking out. Uh, if you want to go, if you like this episode, you want to see what they do, uh, you can find them on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find them on Facebook. They have an Instagram page. They actually do a lot more on social media than we do, so, you know, kudos to them. Uh, and now, uh, without further ado, uh, this is It's All Beer at Brewnomics. for tuning in to another Brewnomics podcast. Shit, what's the episode, Will? Episode 130. There we go. Uh, I'm your host, Jerry. I'm William. Oh, hi, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Tyler. Shit, I forgot Paula didn't have a microphone. He's just here being the tech guy. He's being awesome. Uh, and you're like, who is Jeremy and Tyler? Unless you're cool and you know. Obviously, a couple of great dudes, another uh, awesome beer podcast that you should probably listen to if you've got any sort of taste. It's all about beer. So, with our powers combined, we're just going to drink beer. We're and having a giant down. mashup tonight. It's great. Pretty much. So, as always, before we really get into anything, we need to do a little bit of an icebreaker here and, uh, of course, drink a beer. And our first offering is brought to us by our new friend, Tyler, from OEC Brewing Cool Ship Lager Beer. It's a Czech-style blonde lager. Yeah, uh, found it at the local Boise Co-op downtown. Uh, was talking to the beer buyer about it a little. Was telling me it is a double decoction blonde lager. If anyone's ever had any experience brewing, decoction mashing is a royal pain in the ass, so I can only imagine a double decoction. Uh, it's actually, it's, uh, once you're doing a decoction, it doesn't get any more of a pain in the ass. It just <laughs> is. It's. <laughs> um, and then they cool it with, by pouring everything into a cool ship, let it ferment for the first couple days, cool ship, to give it a little bit of that funk. And then from there, they uh, lager it for two to three months. So. Rock on. It's pretty much about what the can has to say as well. Perfect. Yeah, like I said, I it was a few podcasts ago. We had their uh, dark version, and I really liked it. So uh, that's a great pour right there. Let's see how man, this one goes. I'm getting there, guys. It's porn. It's porn. We'll go over all the untapped stuff uh, after we rate it. That way we don't, you know, give ourselves a bias or whatever. Sure. Uh, still pouring. Anyone who's watching this uh, knows that this is way better than a Jeremy pour here. Oh, eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, Renee, if you're listening to this, shut up. 
I have heard of uh, of your, your your pores. They're a little bit legendary on your on your Son show. Son of a bitch. <laughs> they, um, I think I think there was one of them where it was like half foam. Yep. Yes, that's, that's 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 a Jeremy most, pour. Now now yeah. it's now I just do it just to I I have to live the legend. Okay, right. there right. it is. If they're gonna call you it, you <laughs> it's might like as well once once you have a hit, whether you like it or not, you just have to play it at every He's show. Basically, the vanilla ice of shitty beer pours. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, nobody ter- does. Interpret that for me, Tyler. <laughs> but it's so provocative. I was like, is there a lyric that I'm missing somewhere? So <laughs> these mofo's are from Oxford, Connecticut. Oh, so this is a schwanky beer. Yeah, so posh. sends their kids to private school. Um, this is like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Seems right up my alley. That sounds great. Oh, it's nice. It's clean, refreshing. Good. You get a little bit of kind of that. Yeah. Funk, but not like super horse-blankety. Way, way in the back, you get those yeah. like fruity esters, a touch of banana, just a little bit of phenols. Yeah, a little bit of horse blanket, but I mean, it's way, way in the back. And right up front is that nice, sweet, like honey sweetness, nice balanced mm-hmm. uh, spicy hops. I didn't realize that a beer could be slightly funky, but still crisp. Well, they like know more about crisp beer and than light. we do. <laughs> I'm like, it's... Try it on it. Just make it. It's cool and refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes light and nice. All right. So the first thing you do is just start making up words. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just start and popping people, first. Here's the and thing. then everyone else has to come Nobody's up with shit Nobody's questioned after. us yet. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, they just look at us blankly and they assume we have knowledge. It's not, they've got a podcast. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hey, you can't, they don't give them to anybody. Right. <laughs> you can't just like start that on your own. Uh, as far as color on this beer goes, it, it actually has a little um, little bit of cloudiness to it. It's not haze. You can still see through it, but it's uh, it's definitely, I don't know. Would you say that that's filtered? I would probably say it's unfiltered, right? Oh, it's definitely unfiltered. unfiltered. It's un- yeah, it's yeah. definitely unfiltered. And unpasteurized. And, I was going to say unpasteurized. Fucking beat me to it. <laughs> no, that's quite nice. Yeah, it actually is, especially because it's like a bajillion degrees in this fucking room right now. It's about 102 degrees outside right now. Yeah, and I turned off the air conditioner when we record. Perfect. It's loud. So, yeah. you want to? If I ever wanted to hang in a room with five sweaty white guys, this is. Uh, <laughs> hey, living, living hey. that dream. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey. Four and one poc. <laughs> He's he's he's, he's 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 pretty white though. I'm way white. <laughs> yeah. Look at the docker shirt. Touche. That's what threw me off. <laughs> oh fuck! So what do we? Uh, so obviously we're gonna rate it untapped uh, from a point two five all the way up to a five. Uh, I like this one. I'd give it a good old. I'd, I'd give it a three two five. I'd drink it again. I like it. As far as lagers go, yeah, there's there's a weird kind of a funk there. I'm not sure if I quite like that enough to to rate it. I, three two five, just yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. It's a good rating for me at this point anymore. It's, it's better, such a it's judgy better than bitch. A, I know. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys are harsher than me. <laughs> it's better than a three, and it's I, I just don't feel like it's. Um, it's doing things super spectacular, but it is definitely a good definition. I I think of a of a uh, actual lager. So. I'd go as high as a four. Really? I mean, it's a very nice, refreshing, really well balanced, and the the balance, of the funk, and the hops, and uh, everything is is hard to is really hard to do in a in a, in a thing like this. So, um, no, I 
you know, I don't know what I don't know how what your system of rating is though either. So maybe I maybe I need to be bitchier. And, and, and that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> uh, this is what episode we're on? One hundred and twenty nine. Yeah, times probably four and a half beers. Just become a little bit more choosy. <laughs> You're yeah, a little choosier. My standards are a little bit higher, especially with a lager, and it's being like 5.2%. I'm like, you really got to blow my dick off at that rate. <laughs> what, currently, what, it's what still lager, attached to my body. What lager blows your dick off? Not then? a what, single is one. There, is, is, there, is there a lager that rates a five point? Uh, a five point? No. I don't know if I've ever rated a beer a five. Oh. You haven't. You've so come close. I've come close. I've done like four, seven, fives and <laughs> I stuff. I think you have but. two... Two uh, of them that are like 4.75, okay, but that's problem. it. I, will, I, I do rate a, a beers five, so. Yeah. I am that person. I, that, hey, ain't nothing wrong with <laughs> I'll that. do it. Yeah, I've got um, a couple even on the show, I think. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, but I don't think I've ever done it. I'd give it a 3.5. Um, I mean, I'd definitely shove this down my gullet and pee it out again, so. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, is there a beer that you want? By the way, on It's All Beer, <laughs> yes. I want to stress okay. how classy we are. We're the classiest <laughs> of all the podcasts. Um, you guys fit right in. I hope your pee doesn't look like this beer, though. Depends, Depends on the day. how many I've had that day. Drink more water. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> um, well, I guess let's get on with the show. Uh, real quick, we have one event that's God. upcoming. We have one event. Amazingly enough, even amongst everything that's going on in the world, uh, there is going to be an event on Friday, September 11th. 2C is going to host their own Logger Fest over there down on uh, First Street in downtown Nampa. So if you're in the Boise area, make sure uh, you swing over there and check that on out. should be a lot of fun. That's Pretty sure it's, yeah, it's going to start in the afternoon, but they'll be going to late. It's going to be so American over there. Yeah. They're going to have live music and that kind of thing. <laughs> Plus, they just expanded their patio. Super nice. feel like that's a euphemism for something in here. <laughs> super American. Jeremy, I love it's it. 2C. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, no, that's why I said it. So it feels like a euphemism for something. Oh, but yeah, that'll be fun. We, so. I use Northern Idaho for the same terminology. <laughs> Shots fired. Hey, 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 no, I love 2C. They're great. Yeah, but he's from Northern Idaho, so I like to. Hey, there. Oh, we well, then, then we can trash on Wait. it as much as we want. Let me, let me, let me. I, do. I live out in Two C now. Let so. me rephrase that statement. I, I really love Two C Family Brewing. I don't know about like the nobody 2C. loves Two C. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. I'm editing you so much this episode. So, uh, so you guys also nobody do... puts baby in the corner. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> All about beer is the name of your podcast. You've been doing it for about a year. Um, so obviously, we're a beer and pop culture show. If you've been, li- if you're listening to this, you probably know that unless you. Unless you're new because you're, you know, one of their followers exactly. and hey, we're getting some good um, But that's what we're all about. But there's not really going to be much pop culture on this show. It's just going to be uh, all about beer. We're just going to nerd out. Uh, and podcasting. And we have a couple of cool guys that know a lot of cool shit about this. So uh, what made you guys want to get into a podcast? Let's uh, let's talk about that first. A little uh, bit about what I guess your podcast is and then Jeremy the wants why. To start off? Well, um, so... Me and Tyler started working together uh, at a uh, at one of our local homebrew stores, and we quite enjoyed. 2014. Yeah, this was 2014. We quite enjoyed the banter uh, that we would get into, and so I I think very early when I was uh, I had gotten into podcasting uh, before then I had wanted to start a podcast or a couple or five or six is where I'm at now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But um, literally, they'll let anyone do it. They really will. <laughs> they, they, there's no, there's no barrier. Uh, but I, at some point in time, I said, "Hey, we should do something about beer." And um, and uh, uh, 
you know, finally Tyler was on board. So yeah, last year we launched It's All Beer. Um, our podcast is uh, kind of billed as uh, beer news for the beer industry. We uh, okay. that's where that that's that's where we see our market is uh, people who work in the industry, distributors, people who are in the trenches of the breweries, um, and the people and just people who like beer and are interested in you know what what is happening because it's a incredibly fun, diverse. Interesting industry. Mm-hmm. Kind of on a roller coaster, at least this past year and a half, two years. This, yeah. I mean, the, we started at about the right time. Um, we, uh, so I think the, the, the event that got us kickstarted um, was when uh, Anheuser-Busch. Corn syrup wars. Yeah, so beer wars was uh, when that happened. I don't know if you remember. Way back when, in the long, long ago, before times. Super Bowls. Of 2019. Before times. In the long, long ago. (laughs) um, There's this little company called Anheuser-Busch. Never um, heard of them. They must be new. Yeah, um, they got slightly bitchy uh, during a, during their for their Super Bowl uh, commercial, and they accused uh, Miller Coors of putting corn syrup in your beer. And <laughs> we decided that it was time to uh, to to uh, to uh, start a podcast about beer news, and that was the, one of the first things we did was tell try to inform the world of why that was horseshit mm-hmm. because we didn't have enough fun. Uh, when we were both working together, Jeremy started a Twitter account called Nihilist. No, no, no. It was ba- it was emo Budweiser. Emo, but it was based. It was it was a rip. A full on. I was gonna say it was based on. It was a full on rip off of Nihilist Arby's. But, but um, you know, I started a Twitter account called Emo Budweiser. It's still there, and every once in a while, I still poke it. It's basically there's. It, I just troll Anheuser Busch. Yeah. We still haven't got a cease and desist yet, so we're a little disappointed. Getting, but I'm getting there. I'm you getting gotta there. Get, <laughs> gotta step that um, troll game up. A <laughs> little bit of. Backstory kind of on the name of It's All Beer while Jeremy and I were working together. Ah, yes. (laughs) Uh, If you ever listen to one of our podcasts, I get a little heated sometimes. and You don't say. No. Shocking. (laughs) Uh, And get a little loud and aggressive. Uh, Well, we were talking about, it was the NABA Awards came out. I think it was Payette's Flyline. Correct. It was Payette's Flyline because they keep on they Flyline to their to their credit enters or sorry they win a lot of awards but never in Vienna Lager which is what they marketed as. Correct. And this, this particular year, 2014, 2015, they won for cream ale. So we sat down at the place we were working, pulled a couple cream ales off the shelf, pulled a couple Vienna Lagers in the Flyline. Wait, the Flyline won in a cream ale? Yes. What yes. the fuck? They've also won in it a Dortmund. It is a Vienna Lager though, right? They branded they, as they a market Vienna as a Vienna Lager, but it's, it's one a little cre- too light in color to. Went to win as a Vienna Lager, so they <laughs> enter it as a cream ale, a Dortmunder export. It's one as uh, those are the two that I know of. Yeah, and so Dormammu export Dortmunder Dortmunder. Uh, okay, it's not Dormammu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be very interesting. I think Doctor Strange would have to look into that beer a little. <laughs> it's a comic reference for you guys across the table. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm like, oh, they're making a reference. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have been out geeked. <laughs> Only in some things, not everything, sir. Keep going. But so we then start getting into beer styles, which if you've ever deeply looked into beer styles, it's a clusterfuck and everything kind of meshes together. And it's like this style overlaps with this style and this style also overlaps with this other style. So whichever one you really want to call it, you can call it. 
And then we got on the topic of Brewdog's 55% alcohol end-of-the-world beer. And Jeremy argued that it was a whiskey, not a beer. And I argued, no, it's an icebox. That's what the style is. They've just took it to the next level to make it that high of alcohol. Well, finally, we get to the point where I just yell, fuck it. It's all beer. To be it fair, at this matter. point, to be, I'm like, I'm like purposely like poking at Tyler's last nerve <laughs> at this point in time. I mean, there's, there is this element of that, that is at play here is like, ooh, he's getting a little bit pissed off. How much more pissed off can I make him before he hits me? I know there's this button and every time I push it, he just gets so pissed off and the right thing to do would not push it and buff. <laughs> but yes, at one point in time, he did throw up his hands and just say, fuck it, it's all beer. This is also, mind you, why we're working and we've been having this conversation for probably two and a half hours. Completely sober. All right. I want to stress that. <laughs> I totally believe that statement as well. Totally believe it. Um, cool. All right. Have you guys had any? I've listened to a few episodes, but you've got you guys haven't had any guests yet, have you? One. Uh, we had uh, uh, Chris, who uh, is uh, trying to start up a uh, Gem State Brewing. Oh, I have heard of such. Uh, that was our that was our summertime special last year. Uh, fun fact: this will be our summertime special this year. <laughs> we don't exactly plan a summertime special, but it just kind of happened. <laughs> you ever need somebody to fill in? You got four people here that'll. Gladly, uh, you know, take a chair whenever you guys need a vacation. Well, there we go. So, but but yeah, no, it's it's been great. And I think the last time I think oh, you was that, you missed an episode, Tyler, was when you got married, right? No, uh, it was actually when my grandmother passed away. Oh, I'm sorry oh, to hear about you. that. Yeah. God, wow, Will. I, yeah. Wow. But I, I did just recently get married, so. <laughs> trying to tell him congratulations and bring right, up a happy you. memory. Yeah. Yeah. How that played out. Well, at least you didn't say congratulations for the dead grandmother. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> that would be weird and maybe inappropriate. On the Depends on the grandmother. Side, the I hate Jägermeister, and that episode we were going to be drinking the Jägermeister Stone collaboration, so I did kind of oh. dodge a bullet there. You'd, I mean, I'm glad I tried it. I would not try it again. I have not <laughs> tried that one. I have not. So... Let's try this beer, though. So this is from a brewery out of Portland, Maine, that I have not had. Uh, Lone Pine Brewing Company. Tropical Pale Horse. It's a, or Tropical Pale Horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tropical Pale Ale. Uh, it's been a very long day. It's very hot outside. It, I think we broke the record yesterday in uh, Treasure Valley. It's like 103 degrees. Today's 102. Yeah. We're talking about outside or in here? Outside, but in here is probably just it's as much. Close. I okay. know how a microwave pizza feels now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Still frozen in the middle. Just in the heart area. Yep. Uh, this is the seahorse seashell potty. <laughs> Who didn't invite me? Why didn't I get invited? If you know, you know. Um, if not, look at that YouTube video. What YouTube video, Jerry? I don't know if I could figure it out. Uh, so this is a tropical pale ale brewed with mosaic and enigma hops. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, because all good things are wild and free. Much like Paula's nuts right now. Keep refrigerated. Hoppy <laughs> beers are better fresh. Live yeast may settle. Right at 5%. All right, that's uh, what the can has to offer us. On Untapped, we've got 832 check-ins and uh, 702 ratings, and we'll just go ahead and throw it out there. It's uh, sitting at a right about 3.72. We'll see if that's high or low here in a second. What do you guys think about this beer? You guys, I noticed you guys have tasted a little bit. I'm still have yet to lift it to my nose. Well, I'm going to be that guy. What's the date on the can? <laughs> oh, because it says who, fresh. Who, who brought this beer? Uh, <laughs> Is this Jerry? 
Did you buy I'm this? I'm taken by the look on your face that my assumption is kind of correct. <laughs> May 29th. Oh, okay. It's not as bad not as I too thought. Bad. It's not too not bad. Not too bad. I'm not. No, that's that's ex- that's a, that's a, that's acceptable. That's acceptable. I there's. But to so, me, it feels like the aroma is just a smidge muted. Mm, yeah, that was going to be my main knock on it. But knowing that it was canned made, for what it is, it's held up remarkably well. I mean, I think the, the I think I feel like the the balance is off in the in the aroma and in the flavor a little bit. I feel like I get that sensation of hops dropping off that kind of really grassy sort of kind of stale flavor, and it's really kind of bitter for like a tropical fruit pale ale. It's I, not danky. I couldn't put it better. I was going to say it's, it it's not tropical and it tastes it tastes stale. I kind of agree. I uh, fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, Jerry loves to hate. I'm not, oh, I'm not, this a, is I'm not, not good. What did, did you, I'm guessing you brought this. You picked it up. Uh, I did. Oh, do you remember what you paid for it? No. Off the top of your head? Uh, like three, three sixty nine, three something a can. It's usually what they yeah three sixty nine, seventy nine. I'd also say if I've been seeing it. Sixty nine May. It should. I mean, May is only. Two and a half months. I'm about to say five years ago. Five years. That's what it feels like. So we're at about almost three months, actually. That's acceptable. That should be acceptable for an IPA. We're we're in May. I thought we were at March, like, you know, 128th day. Like I said, that's why I said five years. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing. It came from Maine. Sometimes you never know how this shit's stored either. But... I mean, or transferred or the hot to cold, hot to cold. Yeah, exactly. But I also feel like it is just generally kind of out of balance. Mm-hmm. I would, I would love to try a f- like a fresh on tap at the brew pub or whatever. But uh, so far, where it is in the can, this is uh, it, it tastes like seahorse shit. <laughs> yeah, there's something skunky in there. It's kind of off. So I'm gonna give this a 1.5. It can go fuck itself. <laughs> Be a little bit higher than you. I'll give it a two point five. No, oh, what a sweet guy! Because I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that yeah, there's well. something that happened in transit going from all the way across the country, and the fact that it's it's, it's at that date. But go ahead. Uh, what's it? A pale ale? Jeremy? Yeah, tropical pale. Tropical pale ale. Uh, I mean, here's so my my biggest complaint besides being completely uh, uh, out of balance. It's not a pale ale. It's an IPA trying to be a pale ale. Oh, I would, an alcohol IPA. Yes. I would agree. Uh, but five percent is still an IPA. It's at the lower end of IPA range, but it's still IPA range. Session IPA. Um, oh, don't which, get hey, me started on they're that. They're locale time. IPA now. <laughs> they're locale IPA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, oh, you mean the diet IPA? <laughs> the Dippa? No, it means the third <laughs> I, time rebranding an extra pale ale because no one can get fucking creative to peddle this swill. <laughs> Tyler has no strong opinions on this uh, concept at all. Uh, two point five. I'll go with two point five. I agree. Two point five. All right. It's 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 like you're looking in a mirror, man. Jerry, it's, isn't it's, it amazing? It's, it's so amazing. It's blowing my mind, man. You guys are just. Oh. We could be your doppelgangers, uh, right? I yeah. also super love. Which means talking. we need to get. Uh, uh, we, we need to get uh, we need a brown guy. <laughs> you need a brown guy. Hey, I we, was trying to think of a better way to say it. But... Hey, hey, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna be, I was gonna say uh, a guy to run our tech, but <laughs> that but maybe that's that but maybe that's one and the same. Maybe that's one and the same. <laughs> hey, hey, we have two pox on this show. <laughs> yeah, just just only one today. <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite things, if we're getting past this beer, because um, I think we need to. 
Uh, I'm always curious to see people. <laughs> well, really, it's it's kind of a two part question. People that really love craft beer. Uh, when did you discover that? What was the beer? And then also, is there a shit beer that you still enjoy? You're like, I, it's a fucking hot damn going to the river. God, bring me a fucking PBR. So, Jeremy, I'll let you go first. You start, want, want me to start? Um, I'll elaborate a little more on mine. So, <laughs> um, so uh, the I guess the uh, uh, so I got sort of. Uh, Shanghai into craft beer. Um, okay. In uh, in in college, I had a group of friends who uh, were into it because it was cool, and I wanted to be cool too. So, ergo, I like craft beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, but the first craft Imposing. beer actually. <laughs> so they, so my friends all drank uh, Arrogant Bastard. Okay, um, the Stone Stone, yeah, the super bitter. I got one, no, yeah. I got so upset when I first got into craft beer. I had like four people be like, "Oh, I saw this beer and thought of you." And the first time I was like, "Oh, that's clever." And the second time I was like, "Really?" And the third time I was like, "Come on!" And the fourth time I was like, "Get out of my house! You're like, be original." <laughs> and the and the fifth time you're like, "Yeah, I guess yeah, that fits. Right. I guess there's a reason." <laughs> Um, but, and I, I have to admit, I don't, I didn't like it at the time. No, it's not. It ta- I, to me, it tasted of metal. <laughs> it's, it's not um, a great starter beer. <laughs> you can start it in a but craft. I, but I choked it down because again, I was young and wanted to be cool. I wanted to hang with the cool kids. Um, but I did develop a love for, I think it was Rogue's, uh, uh hazelnut brown ale and my, uh, Up top here. Come on. Thank you. And my, yeah. and actually my dad started home brewing when I was a teenager and I, uh, um, so I helped, it was kind of a father son project. So I would drink that beer. Uh, he would make mostly like wheat beers and pale ales and what have you. Uh, so that, that'd be my first, you know, regular drinking beer. Um, but, uh, uh, I didn't really get into craft beer in a big, bad way until, um, about halfway through college, I found Stone's Ruination that I really liked. First IPA I really liked. Stone's okay. hit or miss on basically everything. So. Yeah, so there's yeah one hit or miss. Um, and I kind of fell into the Eugene, Oregon uh, uh, beer community. And that then I made homebrewing a weird sort of career. And there we go. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a shit beer of choice? Modelo. Oh, nice. Okay, I can. Um, Mine is I, just I, shitty by, Mexican by, beer. I, say, by I, shit, I assume by shit, but you mean like a mass-produced domestic? Exactly. Modelo is still the beer to this day, uh, and the uh, Modelo Especial um, mm-hmm. is still the beer that I will drink an entire twelve-pack of, mm-hmm. and you know, I'd be extremely happy. I, I can get behind that absolutely. All right, That's Tyler, fine. your turn. Uh, so first, uh, beer that kind of got me into craft beer uh, was. Sockeye Dagger Falls, a guy worked with uh, here down in the valley. Uh, I had had a, some other craft beers, wasn't a huge fan of. Was like, uh, hey, you know, you should try this beer. I got a friend that works at the brewery. I really like it. Tried it. I was like, oh, this is delicious. So uh, you started off in the IPAs. Right I started away. off in the IPAs. Okay. And then uh, ended up getting super big into Dale's Pale Ale. Okay. Oscar uh, Blues. Oscar yeah. Blues. Uh, that, and then from there, it actually got to the point where I couldn't drink Dagger Falls because it was too hoppy. I'd burnt myself out on it okay. and just started being able to drink it about December again. Uh, nice. So that was kind of the beer that got me into craft beer. And then from there, I started trying more and more, trying beers from around other places, got into home brewing, and from there then moved into working in the beer industry. 
Okay, and so you've now, th- I'm guessing, that, yeah, this isn't your first gig being at Craft Brewers of Boise with, with, Ty, uh, uh, with Jeremy. I actually Where's don't it? work there. <laughs> oh, you don't work there. Okay, nope. my bad. No, it was a different homebrew store that we both Different homebrew yep. store, okay. So uh, after I left there, I worked for a smaller local craft brewery, uh, County Line Brewing, right next door to the place we used to work. Okay, and yeah. And then from I'm there, familiar. I'm working at another brewery right now. So. All right, great. You don't have to say your employer if you don't want to. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're a little bit careful just for just for a couple of reasons. Number one, yeah, we like wanna, to we like yeah. to say we, when we're we're talking about the beer industry, we want we want to be free to talk about yeah. what's going on and yeah. just being just being a, a, a seen know, as more impartial. Yeah, free from our free from our employer constraints, both from their perspective and ours. You know, just well, and you the, don't want the, to burn the, bridges anywhere. The, but the, at the same you time, know, you want to be able to hold your opinion in high esteem as somebody who yeah. can judge. Properly, and 100%. the opinions of it's all beard are not necessarily those of the people we work for. So oh, exactly, entirely. They're the definitely, in fact, they're definitely. <laughs> in fact, they're definitely not. Like ninety percent of the time, uh, <laughs> I had a I had a great conversation about yeah, just like you know somebody talking about okay, well, do you your opinions us away from brunomics that's not on the show represent the show? And I'm like, heck no. Oh, I've no. said so many times on the show, especially the shit I say. I feel like you can relate, Tyler. Like these views do not represent the opinions um, and ideologies behind Brunomics. No, that's my. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I say on the podcast. That's what After I say. I say something. Northern Idaho. <laughs> there it is. And as Jeremy just said, I'm originally from Northern Idaho, so I do have a big soft spot in my heart for shitty beer. So right. sure. Did you go and just get like the silver can that just says beer? On no, it? no, they didn't have that. Uh, I did. My dad did win at a carnival a red dog, and I thought it was like a red bulldog. And I thought it was the coolest thing because he always used to drink red dog beer. So I was like, "Yeah, that's the best beer ever." And I got this stuffed animal. This is awesome. Probably terrible parenting move, but. <laughs> But not for Northern Idaho. Not for Northern yeah. Idaho. That's yeah, about right. In the 90s, so you were allowed to. Oh, you're there. fine. <laughs> you're fine. I think you, I feel like you could could still give your child a beer uh, in the 90s, and it was yeah. more or less fine. I mean, the like, first beer I ever drank, we were out camping, and my dad was drinking Ice House Ice. Ice Ice Baby. Uh, ice House. Mr. Zimmerman, ice, all your uh, all your secrets ice. are coming out now. And I was like, I looked Quick, at my mom. I was beer. like, I don't want water, and she's like, Well, we only have water and beer. And I was like, I don't want beer. My dad's like, here, try it. And I tried it. And I was like, this is fucking terrible. (laughs) I'm never drinking this stuff. And went a 180 once. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens Uh, to us all. But kind of the shit beer that's down home and close. uh, Coors Original, the banquet beer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like the banquet. Ranier or Rainier for you unsophisticated swine. Uh, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And hams. Oh, I remember hams. Did you ever have so, uh, Schlitz beer? I, I've had Schlitz, uh, just their malt liquor. Never actually okay. the. It's it's Schlitz right beer. around the same. Yeah. It's kind of up there with like uh, Olympias or whatever. Yeah, you know, Olympia. Olympia. <laughs> uh, my go-to was always just playing beer darts with hams and being like, "I'm getting hammed on hams." Cool. There you go. So cool. Because uh, uh, we talked about it, our favorite game we've talked about on the show many times that you should do. This we call it just lawn darts, but beer darts is better. Get yourself two junior size hula hoops, whole bunch of shitty beer, and I guess really all you need are uh, one set of steel tip darts. Yep. 
set them. It's your call anywhere from 10 to 20 feet away, depending on how good you are at darts. Get away. Toss your dart at the can. You hit the can. Motherfucker on the other side shotguns it. <laughs> it's I played so in the fun. basement of a house I lived in in the hallway one time because it was too cold outside to play outside. So That seems like an idea. <laughs> Tor- terrible idea. Ter- that house is <laughs> shitty, so... <laughs> You're nicer than I am to him on the, on the, on the, on the I mean, I'm trying to I'm, just, just so you know, I mean, I, we're guests, but I abuse him all the time on the podcast. So feel free. The, the engineer mind that I have was trying to figure out, figure out how you could make that work. And now I'm thinking like, well, would you just have like a swimming pool and then just line it with foam and then put the beers in the foam? Would that work? No. But, so when we play beer no, darts, we do like a <laughs> diamond won't. shape of four beer cans. Yeah. And then just have them there. And from that, we then throw – we had it in the basement hallway. And so one team would stand in the room because the hallway was way too narrow for anyone to stand behind it. So you'd stand in the room. The other team would throw. Then when you're throwing, the other team would. And punctured a couple holes in drywall and uh, had beer spray all over the basement. But Yeah, you're wiping down the walls a little bit, but, you know, it's fine. Or not. But or, or not. not. <laughs> Just leave it. They're victory stains. <laughs> oh, you ain't got no victory stains? Uh, well, I feel sorry for you. College was a blurry time. A very blurry. Like I said, like for me, like uh, probably 22 to 25, 26. Uh-huh. There. That's the only way I can describe that period of my That's, life. Uh-huh. I got that arrested you, That twice. means you did it right. That's all. I- <laughs> for me, it was probably about 18 to... Oh. 32. I'm 28. Because so. you're, you you're not done yet. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, let's move on to our next beer. This next one I picked up at Growler Guys. I picked up a crowler of it. So this is the Lord Moore. I want to say it was under 10 bucks. This is from Bear Island Brewing. It is a Scotch Ale or a Wee Heavy. Oh, it's a Scotch, huh? Yeah. Lord Moore. Yeah. That was Lord not Moore. a good Scottish. Accent Scottish. Can you guys do accents? Nah. Give me your best Scottish. <laughs> Say Lord Moore in your best Scottish accent. <laughs> All right, your turn, Jerry. <laughs> I'm actually sure that is a dialect somewhere. <laughs> if you've ever got a Scotsman uh, drunk, to, to, to be, to be fair, that's that's, that's probably a be, that's probably the best one. I mean, it's unintelligible <laughs> and drunk. Lord Moore. There, there it is. Go. Yeah, that works. My best attempt. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I think this is about, I want to say under 10 bucks. I haven't uh, seen it around much. I know that you can only either find this uh, either at the tap room. (laughs) Uh oh. My pants. Oh. Oh. (laughs) It was from the beer can. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you skip the bathroom break. It's okay. uh, Jeremy has his Jeremy pours. These are the uh, the Basco pours. <laughs> so usually careful drip, you drip. you will now hold this title for the rest of your natural existence so <laughs> and somewhat beyond <laughs> I mean, you've had beers explode on you before <laughs> you've had to stop the show it's it's uh yeah i do not envy you in your position of always opening yeah, the beer fine. for us but i appreciate it sir it is what it's it the is this guy here that's also yeah. probably true it's not yeah I mean, how many times have i complained about the heat in here <laughs> so hot. Okay, so man, this is a dark looking beer. Which I mean, you said it's a, a Scotch ale or or a wee heavy? What are we heavy? Well, which one is it, a Scotch ale or a wee heavy? <laughs> Seriously, there is a difference. But uh, as we explained earlier, there's a lot of overlap in the style. What's the well? What's the ABV? ABV is seven percent. 
then that's a wee heavy. Uh, so what's the difference of a scotch ale to a wee heavy? Well, actually, scotch ales are surprisingly light uh, in in alcohol. They from from a uh, down to the light scotch scotch ales, they go down from about three percent, all the way to exports in around four to five percent. Huh. And we heavies go seven and upwards. Interesting. Without, somewhere in there, I have to like pull up the actual guidelines. Uh, but and, and granted, that's not. I don't know what Bear Island describes it as, but when you look on Untapped, it literally says Scotch L slash we heavy we heavy. That's probably the correct answer. (laughs) So one of the things that we just got here on Brunomics, because we're super nerdy or whatever, is uh, we got a little thermometer temperature thing uh, via infrared. Uh, And we noticed that a lot of times, you know, like stouts or scotch ale, we heavy porters, that kind of thing. They need to be drinking at a little bit warmer their temperature. Right now, this one that we're drinking, it is sitting at 52 degrees. Hmm. Just as an FYI for anybody out there who's looking. Feels way colder. Feels way colder than that. But that's that's handy. So what we do on our show, because we are an Idaho-based. 54.6. Damn. We are an Idaho-based podcast, and uh, I personally, for the most part, absolutely love Idaho beer. So we're going (laughs) to. Fair statement. For the most part. (laughs) So, but overall, I do think we do an exceptional so. <laughs> job. Uh, so, this is again the Lord Moore from Bear Island Brewing. So, this is what we call our <laughs> I Tap That segment. If you guys haven't listened or if you're new to the show, the I Tap That segment is essentially where we get a beer from Idaho and decide if we'd tap it or not. Usually in a keg, typically not with our wieners, but you know, sometimes things happen. Uh, but ultimately, <laughs> is it. Would you put it in a keg? Do you if want it in a kegerator? like a Sankey, you need to go see a doctor. I probably should. Uh, <laughs> but would you drink it again? Would you tell a friend about it? Uh, do you think it's worth mentioning? Obviously. So that's it. So uh, since we have four people on there, it takes a three out of four uh, yeses to get tapped. Otherwise, it can go fuck itself. So uh, in this case, again, Bear Island, Lord Moore, Scotch Ale is what we're going to do. Let's take it. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Slanja. Not much of a aroma to it. Pretty gentle mm. on the nose, which I've kind of always found with Scotch Ales. What makes me nervous sometimes with Scotch Ales is I, I absolutely hate a smoky taste in any sort of liquid. Rather, it's scotch or a beer or anything, and I get a little nervous sometimes. Let's see if that's the case here. I think it has a really good malt flavor. Definitely malt forward. I don't get any smokiness with this. No. no so I was, I, that's the first thing I'm like, is it smoky? If it is, I'm going to take a sip and pass it on. <laughs> uh, no, this is this is quite yummy. I, I was going to say, Jeremy, I don't know if you know the answer, but most of the time it's not a requisite of a scotch ale or abs- we have to have the smoke flavor. Absolutely it? not. In fact, BJCP uh, uh, explicitly states... Uh, for all Scotch ales, smoke should not be a factor. What really? Is, what is BJCP? Uh, sorry, the Beer Judge Certificate Program. Oh, so, okay. Oh, we'll have there to, when we we'll had have... the other Jeremy. And Scott, <laughs> the home well, uh, so, uh, so the Beer Judge Certificate Program, or BJCP, is basically the organization that if if there's somebody in charge of beer competitions in this country, it's them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And they and they are one of the like two or three organizations that run that have a, a, a have style guidelines that are widely used and this is probably the most widely used but they do state for all scotch ales that smoke should not be a factor 
so that, that I find that very interesting, and I enjoy that. But why is it so many Scotch ales seem smoky then? Be because I think it's like convention. I mean, it's it's kind of a it, people associated with Scotch. Well, whiskey. whiskey so you want? Like, well, I do think a lot of Scotch something. ales are smoky, mm-hmm. but for competition, they want uh, they they want uh, smoked beers to be entered. In the smoked beard category, interesting. And so now that doesn't now as far as if you're entering in in uh, in competition that sh- you know you can't use any smoked malt, but it shouldn't be something that stands out. I mean, you shouldn't if you're if you were entering something that tastes like a campfire, you done fucked up. Sure, and people <laughs> done fuck up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Less is more on smoke. Yes, correct. I mean, and especially in and, and even less is too much in my opinion. I'm right there with you. I now that being said, I do get a touch of smoke in this. Um, I get a nice like I get a nice like rich caramel, uh, treacle, molasses, a little bit of like uh, chocolate, and then right in the back, I do get a little bit of smokiness, hmm. but okay. not so much. I would, I mean, if this popped up in competition, I don't think I would say smoky. Smoke. Yeah. But sure. there is, but there is a touch of it Just there. Just a hint. I would, sure. I would almost more define it maybe more as roasted, as opposed to just that extra little. Hint. No, I don't really get a roastiness. I, I, I almost either way. Um, but I think it's a good probably the same descriptor almost. Sure. I mean, everybody's palate is different. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, your 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 descriptions are you know, it, it's what you taste. Okay. So no, I get some roasty coming in off of it. I can see where you're picking up the smoke. I don't know if I'd quite classify it as smoke, but and that's why I mean that's where I think it would definitely be. If if it does have a smoke malt in it, it's such a low amount that we should be able to get through. Still a wee heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, so on untapped, we actually have a description here. Okay, it, uh, we've got 295 check-ins with 162 ratings. It comes in at. 3.86 overall ratings and it says our version of a scotch ale with nuances of smoked malt hint hint brown sugar black currants and heather tips named after our family's connection to robert the bruce our scottish heritage interesting my scottish heritage is william wallace way 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 the hell back they probably banged So I'm friends. I'm a straight up say I fucking adore this beer. I think it's great. Uh, I I don't know. I love Bear Island, and that's not just because I think Beth will beat me up. I genuinely enjoy their beer. I think <laughs> she'll also fun- beat you up. Also, yes. Uh, but it's phenomenal. I'm a straight up give this a four, and yes, I would tap it. All right. Uh, I guess I'm next in the queue. I'm going to give it a four as well, and I would tap it. Four sounds good to me, and yes, I would tap that. Keeping the train going. So there it is, unanimously. Motherfuckers. How, this beer is getting tapped. Do you often get a four out of four? Or, or? Some not often. So when we do, because like the one thing that I'm really proud of is my bitchiness is even though they won't admit it, it's rubbed off on them. Okay. So if as a whole we rated a 4.0 or above, uh, we actually have a whole separate list that we call it a Brunomics recommended beer. So I would 100% recommend this beer. I'm happy to add it to the Brunomics recommended list, and I'm glad it's getting tapped. Phenomenal beer. That'll be on the uh, on the charting. Mm-hmm. Look for the website whenever we get around to that. You know, eventually. Yeah. It's in progress, <laughs> under construction currently. Mm-hmm. Could We're close actually, due to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually closer on that than, you know, we have been in a very long time. So, but anyways, uh, yeah. Jerry, uh, you got another 
question there? I know you guys were just talking about the the Brewers competition. Um, does that have anything to do with uh, the Cicerone program that you teach? No, that's no, no they're completely different. I mean, we've we've done some classes for the BJCP, but okay. um, uh, no, the Cicerone is complete. Completely Cicerone, the so Cicerone uh, program is more training people to. Uh, to serve beer and serve beer, especially with food. And recommend pairings. For mm. Basically, Cicerone is the sommelier of beer. Where okay. BJCP is oh. similar, but it'll you would need to become a BJCP certified judge and then work your way up through the ranks of the BJCP if you want to ever te- like judge for the Great American Beer Festival. Mm. So... Okay. So I've got both certifications, although I focus more on the BJCP. Oh, look at you. Big man I'm on campus. I'm very fancy. Look I'm very fancy. Big yeah. dick on Jeremy. <laughs> it's not that big. It's not. It's not. No. Is it's, it a macroponist? About like an acorn. Really? It, really? No. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It'll at least hit the bottom of a tuna can. <laughs> Barely. Barely. If I work hard. <laughs> and dent, dent it in a little... <laughs> It's small but fierce. <laughs> so I've completely derailed this entire podcast. Yeah. It's nice to know that. It's nice to know I have that power not only on my own podcast, but anybody else's too. All right. So this has been It's All Beer. <laughs> It was definitely the wrong time to take a sip because I had to try so hard to actually keep that in my mouth. That's what she said. Uh, I have to spit that all that's over the second the or third time I've seen you almost just drench the soundboard. So good control, good control, nice. Thank good, you. Good I've muscular got, control I've on your jaw. Great jaw control. It hasn't happened yet, but we have a backup in case, just in case. A wise decision. I mean, yeah. spitters or quitters. So that's true. Uh, what is it? Love sucks. True love swallows. <laughs> I saw when I used to work at the bar I saw a girl walk in wearing that on a t-shirt and I was like <laughs> you classy bitch keep her you keep her and he married that woman so that's where that story was going <laughs> and she now lives with me <laughs> please don't beat me up Jessica that is not that is not true that is t- that that's is how he got VD for the first time <laughs> second what Second time. <laughs> that's, those two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. They help, though. Uh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Do you guys have any questions? <laughs> any questions for us? Yeah. Oh, you're out. You're assuming we prepared for this. No. Uh, you think <laughs> we prepared for this? I, I would kind of throw back to you guys. What's the beers that got you guys into craft beer? Oh. Uh, so mine is, even though it's not super craft beer, but the first beer, like, I just thought for the longest time, because, again, I grew up in, in kind of New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, just. So basically North Idaho, but just hot. Exactly. And desert. Exactly. Uh, and so we also, as a whole, not we, I'm not going to include myself with them, just love shit, shit beer. So, like, the first time I remember having beer was a uh, uh, fucking Bud Light when I was, like, six years old. And just remember thinking it was the worst goddamn thing in my, on the planet. And I just assumed that's what beer tastes like. <laughs> Pretty much for the rest of my life. So I was like, if anything, I'm going to. Be a liquor man. It did not turn out that way, although I do love tequila. Um, Good man. Love tequila. Uh, Almost as much as I love beer. Uh, But 
Paula, Vic, and I and a few more, we were, we've been tight pretty much since the 10th grade. And we just started partying. And for a long time, it was like, uh, like we drink Rolling Rock was our fucking <laughs> fanciest beer. Uh, just, it's like, it comes in a green bottle. Uh, uh, and then, and then you realize that that's, that's not that's, a that's good not. thing. Uh, <laughs> but we were at a, a bar, probably our, it was the East Side Tavern. I don't even know if that still fucking exists. It does. Oh, it does. Uh, just like the third owner since then. And they had hey. a special <laughs> on a pitcher of Widmere Drop Top. Ah. ah. And for me, I drank that, and I was just like, oh, that's a tasty adult beverage. I like that. And I was like, shit, beer can taste good. I haven't drank that beer in years. Because well, obviously there's a lot super of Super sweet. Um, I, I don't even know if I remember what it tastes like. But for me, that was very distinctly the first beer that I remember just enjoying. That I was like, I want to seek this shit out. And then I started researching beer a little. I don't know why I just put it inside your own cup there. I'm sorry. Um, researching beer a little bit more and kind of like I've always been a very go local guy since kind of my inception. And then I just started doing them. I was like, I like craft beer. I can't believe fucking Anheuser-Busch or MC bought out this person or put out this <laughs> shit beer, whatever. Why are we? That's not to me. It's not true. Capitalism. True. Capitalism is supporting like s- smaller places like that. So I don't know, but fucking Widmer drop top, man. <laughs> Apparently, Will's dick is 90 degrees. Yeah. Uh, You forgot to ask Paul what his is. Oh, I know. Paula's dick is approximately 94.2 degrees at all times. Oh, my God. I checked. Celsius. I'm at 86. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Cool balls. Cool balls. You're the only one in here. (laughs) Teach me your superpowers. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wise sensei. We call him the ISAC. Wax on. Uh, Wax off. Uh, what was the beer that got you into? Oh uh, gosh, I got introduced to to craft beer because I I told a, a friend who was super into craft beer like I just don't I don't really haven't figured anything out like I'd had some like Windmere like Hefeweizens it was like okay this is fine and uh, he introduced me to was it like uh, like three different craft beers that night like all he's like all right let's just figure out what you like. And so he introduced me to like Boddington's, which is like a super heady uh, blonde ale, cream ale. Mm-hmm. And then he introduced me to Hazelnut Brown Nectar, which was like the first beer that I really, really liked. Again, Jeremy, same exact beer. Holla. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then he introduced me to, to his stout and uh, just all of the complexity. And really, that re- really opened up my eyes. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember what stout it was. It might have been Old Rasputin. Um, but just, yeah, kind of discovering all the different taste flavors and everything. That was really – that night was was what did it for me. Um, and uh, ever since then, I, you know, you just go to the grocery store. And it used to be you couldn't even pick up like a 22 or whatever. You just have to go and get a six-pack and <laughs> cross your fingers. And then eventually, you know, like, oh, I do not like IPAs at the moment. <laughs> and then, you know, slowly but surely, uh, I just – I had a uh, – I worked for a place that – we did a beer Friday every every Friday, and the admission price was uh, just a twenty two ounce bottle or anything over, that would equal over twenty ounces, so that way we could all share. And you know, you had to make sure all your work was done, you know, during the week. And every single person at that shop, other than myself, was a hophead, and so I quickly learned to appreciate uh, some IPA and learned some really good ones, and that's kind of how I developed my palate and. Yeah. Then we started the show. 
Rock on. Nice. So, yeah. I don't know. I've been drinking craft beer for maybe, I don't know, 10 years. That's all about it. Yeah, about the same. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool story, bro. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Time to drink another beer, motherfuckers. Uh, so it wasn't 100 degrees. I was going to bring some barrel-aged stuff, but... Oh, it's too hot for that shit. It's never too hot for that. Okay. Uh, Someone... All right. Sometimes you just, you just get so drunk you can't feel it no more. Hey, man. Labor Day weekends. The, the, the craft... Or the, oh, my God. I forgot about those. <laughs> the, the really, really drinkable beer that I, I like to get a lot is... Um, I wouldn't even call it crap beer, but it's just a uh, full-sale session. That's just really good stuff. Nice. Yeah. And if not that, then maybe banquet again. I'm just gonna drink. Yeah, the session or a fucking give me a cheap Mexican beer, a Modelo Especial all day. Yeah, Very those good. are really good. Because Corona's fucking ten bucks a six pack. It's Who the hell do you think they are? Wait, it's not really. It's, t- it's I have not looked at nine six. I have pack, not looked bro. at a Corona for quite some time. I can't every time. I can't fucking believe it. And one of my best than craft beer prices. Yeah, and one of my best higher. friends in the world, he fucking loves Heineken, and I did. That's all I'll it's drink, like, and why? it's ten bucks a six pack. I'm like, there's so much better beer for less or the same, and that's the shit you're drinking. That used to be my argument against Ballast Point. <laughs> mm. Thirteen bucks for a fucking six pack of or a four open. pack. Yeah, and I'm like. You can find so much better regional beer for half the cost. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I love that you brought that up because I've always been like, oh, Bell Boys, go fuck off. Come on. <laughs> Get fucked. Now well, owned by. When they got a billion dollars, I was like, nice job, boys. <laughs> and how'd that work out for them? <laughs> they got sold again. They still got the money. The, so big, the biggest story, the biggest great. story, the most fun we had last year, I think, was the great big ballast point debacle where they got bought by kings and convicts because oh, it really, yeah. we, we can, that makes less beer than some of the local breweries in town. I, I following yeah. that story was one of my, was was uh, was really fun and really exciting because I think me and Tyler came in like each week going. Holy shit, did you hear this? Oh my god, it, it, it's fucking bizarre. It's like, <laughs> let's just go make offers on any brewery we want. <laughs> that being said, did you, I mean, do you guys know that the whole story or? <laughs> a, a little bit. We followed that for quite a while. We did okay. news and industry news before uh, the show. Yeah. And then it was like, was we can't keep one this shit under an hour. <laughs> so we had to kind of kill that part of it. But uh, let's, let's, for the people that don't know, because there are a lot, yeah, f- fill them in. So basically, it was these guys, Kings and Convicts. Um, own one of their like investors or well, let's let's b- b- before you start with kings and convicts, let's set it up first. Ballast Point was bought for like a billion dollars, and they're by like Constellation by, Brands, and yes, which is a huge, huge like distributorship. Um, you know, the largest it, importer of beer in the country, actually. Yes. It turns liquor, out, yeah, they, uh, they do liquor and yeah. wine and beer, but yeah. they are the largest importer of beer, and now they're in the cannabis industry. And uh, they even installed a, a brewery uh, with uh, Ballast Point in Disneyland, like yep. the the mm-hmm. mall that's like connected to Disneyland. Oh, really, shit. is where, where it is. But yeah, it's and like the only brewery in California. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all all over the place, all the way up to the Bay Area. And then they and all Chicago. of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of the blue, and then I'll let you take it from here. Uh, Kings and Convicts out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, one of them, one of their owners, has a. Like hotel chain that they're a big investor in, so has a ton of money. Uh, they were out playing golf with some of the people from higher ups from Constellation Brands, and go, "Hey, what are you guys doing with Bell's Point?" Because they had they tried to do a lot yeah. of things, and it kind of and stuttered. Point and was oh, they didn't know. What, off. They're they closing had no idea. Rooms all the time. 
they're killing brands and they they had no idea how to run a craft brewery and kings and convict goes would you guys sell it and they're like yeah make us an offer and they lowballed them and, and yeah. they said yes. Yeah, they got it for <laughs> was it a hundred million or one hundred and fifty? I thought it was three hundred million. But even I mean, but even that when you're talking about a, a billion going from a billion five years ago yeah. to three hundred million, that's a immense that's a drop. And you're talking about and you're talking about a nationally recognized brand. Yes. Not only that, a nationally recognized brand that could sell a six pack for fourteen dollars, fourteen dollars yeah. successfully sold to a brewery. That the year before they bought Ballast Point made less than a thousand barrels of beer. Yeah. So for those fucking what that would be for like, those of you that don't know, a barrel of beer is thirty-one gallons. It's basically only used for tax purposes and equipment. So when you go buy the big keg, what everyone thinks of when they think of a keg, that is a half barrel keg. That's fifteen point five gallons. So you got to sell two of those to make one barrel of beer. So they sold two thousand kegs. Total half barrel kegs in one year, Which, and they bought a brewery that sold for a billion dollars. How the good fuck did they but, have three hundred? I mean, and and, and we always compare to them uh, here locally to what Powderhouse. I think Powderhouse. Powderhouse is about they, the is, when the sale yeah. went through was producing really? about that amount. Was uh, is is about the the scale of production we're talking about? Yeah. It's a little bit more than Bear yeah. Island right now, I think. Right uh, somewhere around there. I mean, I don't know what they're, but Bear Island's maybe. But, but either way, they've got they've got a much smaller system. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, that's why it was like everybody's like, maybe we should just go and ask breweries if they want to sell. <laughs> like, because it was like, I want to buy a brewery. Three hundred thousand. I mean, if you, you know, want to move to Chicago, million, there's yeah. a brewery for sale. I'm pretty sure still on Craigslist. <laughs> oh, there always. Oh is. yeah, I remember that episode of you guys. That was great. <laughs> and I'm a notorious lowballer. And I, when I saw Kings and Comic do this, I was like, you guys are my heroes. <laughs> and the fact that they did it on a golf course, I was like, that just like drives home the rich white guy narrative oh. of craft beer more than anything. That's beautiful. <laughs> It's really why we do this. Um, all right. I need a beer after that one. <laughs> Almanac Beer Company, Moonletters Hazy IPA is our next offering. It's a hazy India pale ale, double dry hopped with Motur and Sultana hops. Uh, I got this one mostly because I like the little moon face on it, but you got some black on black. It looks like elvish text from lord of the rings and it makes my little nerd heart happy on the can whatever our moon letters stand by the beer fridge when the thrush knocks and the last light of summer setting sun will shine upon a glimmering foreback open a can and prepare to enter a hazy new world inhabited by intense tropical flavors and aromas exotic motor and sultana hops form a fellowship worthy of song and celebration enjoy in mountain layers with elves dwarves dragons and Grand Adventure. Yeah, it's totally fucking elvish. Those nerds. Honestly, for that eloquent of like a beer description, the beer should have been better. Really? <laughs> the description was better than the beer? Legolas would not approve. <laughs> so if you've ever listened to It's On Beer, I shit on hazy IPAs a lot. I'm telling you, it's like uh, again, it's like a mirror. It's like the have, doppelganger. And if you the, have, and the thing is, I'm like watching him write in a notebook, and I do that during our podcast. <laughs> if you have had one, we hazy really are IPA, just like you've had them all. <laughs> fucking haze boys, come on. <laughs> so I'll go first. I'll give it a three because it's not a bad beer, but it's another it, hazy. It, it it's a hazy. It's a basic hazy. 
I, w- I will ask you guys this question because I've noticed a little bit of an incline, but not much, um, at least in terms of like uh, because hazy IPAs have become so popular. There, it, there hasn't been much evolution to the style in like the last year. I don't think you can. And my so in my experimentation with the style, okay, um, yeah. it's because I mean, so uh, there's well, only we, so many hops. Well, there's only so many hops, but there the the key component. Um, to a hazy IPA is a lot of times adding the hops during a- a- aggressive fermentation. Okay, and what that does is that brings out the like the tropical fruit, the 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 orange peel, and that really pillowy mouthfeel that you come and know you, you kind of associate with that style. And as much as it's fun to brew, I don't think I just. You can get like subtle like differences, and actually, I'll get into it in a second. I kind of like this because there are some little subtle uh, nuances. But just by the sheer how you make a hazy, you're right. I don't think there is a lot of room for nuance because you're taking you're taking like the the subtle differences in a hop, and you're throwing them into the uh, into uh, a fermentation. Uh, Such quantity. Yeah, you're throwing them in the middle of fermentation, which is a just a clusterfuck, and. That's what you get on the other side. You can throw pretty much whatever hop you want into that machine. And it's going to come out around the same. Yeah. Fruity, you know, fluffy. Yeah. See, my argument is it's not that there's much room for evolution or nuances. I think lately hazies have taken a step backwards. And oh. that's why I talk shit on them because and also correct. Yes. Be good. But I think a lot of times a, beer, a brewery's like, fuck, I don't know what to do with this beer. I want to sell it more. Uh, let's put, let's change a hop and just call it hazy. And it's correct. not like even hazy, and, but let's yeah. just call it hazy because some motherfucker's gonna buy it because I love hazies. But yeah, well, uh, exactly what you said. Tom. I've said that on the show how many times? Once you've had a hazy, you've had a hazy, you've had a hazy. Make it stand out. You fucking can't revision no matter how many times <laughs> you change your label. I'm sorry, it's the same <laughs> beer but a different fucking label. <laughs> But uh, this label, however... So we should start a podcast together. (laughs) I fucking adore this label, though, and I adore the Lord of the Rings fucking homage to it. So I'm going to give it... How much did it cost? Too much. Fucking like five fifty a can, bro. For this a sixteen bitch, ounce. For a sixteen ounce, this bitch wasn't. No, it's that's on the upside there. It is. Uh, yes. So I would give it a three two five. Keep this label and put it on Woo. the table. <laughs> it's harsh. Well, I mean, don't fucking. I give it a three. I know. Well, you, both if it, of you. If it because weren't for it the was almanac, if it weren't for the label, I would give it a three also. But the elvish writing and the black on black right, rounds it up a whole point two five for this white boy. I'm not as hard as Hazy. Three point five. Oh shit! All right, I I'm, not, not as hard. I'm, I'm going to be the outlier then. Four point five. Oh, so you like it? So crap. here's what I elaborate, you know. sir. So, so here's yes. what I dig about it. All right. So I after I just went on this tirade about how uh, hazies have that pretty much that straight like tropical fruit, like intensely fruity, sweet, um, you know, mango, orange peel, et cetera, et cetera. This one I pick up notes of garlic and um, a little bit of like like herbal, like basil. Oh, on okay. top of the uh, uh, on top of the uh, uh, the like the the tropical fruit and mango and what have you, it's got a sharper flavor, and I appreciate that they've done a hazy, but they've managed to bring out those more savory flavors. And I always that in this style where I mean you just talked about how the style never evolves. This is the one of the few things where I'm seeing a little bit of evolution, where you actually got a couple of flavors. 
I, I, I really like that synopsis, sir. I, I wonder if this would go really, really well with like a flatbread pizza. I can see that. Uh, Just because of that, that little subtle basil note that you made. Yeah. I can yeah. see the basil. I'm not getting the garlic. And unless you're using Summit, uh, wouldn't that be considered an off flavor? Um, if you're so if you get if it's getting to be sulfury, yes. But um, a lot of these hops do have you Summit does. I don't know about the hops. That, there's at least one hop that I'm not familiar with on there. On, uh, Monterre and Sultana. That one. I'm not. I'm not familiar. I, I I'm not familiar with either. either of those, so it wouldn't. I mean, so actually, I just brewed a beer with a with a hop whose uh, flavors include, and this comes from YCH. I'll let you know how the experiment turns out when I get there. Uh, include notes of coconut and bourbon barrel. So oh. funny you bring that up. I was talking to Jerry, the owner of Mad Swede, at an event a while back. I want to say it was the Botanical Gardens Fall Harvest Festival last year. And we were talking, and he had went to at is either GABF or World Beer Cup. He was talking to a hop booth, and there was a hop in there that gave the flavor of bourbon barrel aging. And he tried the beer they had brewed with it, and was like, "This tastes just like it came out of could a bourbon be, barrel." And could be the same hop. Like, this could be the hop. He yeah. had his son try it, and his his other sales rep try it. They were all like, "Yeah, this tastes like a bourbon barrel." He's like, this is crazy that a hop can do that without actually having to put it in a barrel and that upfront capital investment and then the risk of it souring in the barrel. I mean, long story short, that I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they can get pull that kind of flavor from a hop. Sorry, cool. I hate to kind of interrupt. I know that we're on a, pretty much a, a really good tear. Uh, did everybody <laughs> rate the beer real quick? You said 4.5? I said 4.5. Awesome. I think, this is a, I think it's a exceptional. Not only is it a good represent, a good example well, of a hazy. Well, you're fucking wrong. You used to drink arrogant yeah, yeah, well, you know what? I can be wrong about a lot of things. No, I, I think it's an exceptional uh, a, a version of a hazy, but it's got a little bit more. So 4.5, maybe even a 5. Awesome. With with that being said, I think we're actually going to take a little real quick of a break because All these right. two guys are giving themselves a stare down. We're going to have them fight in the backyard. And uh, yeah, take we'll a just, broad knife. It's about time. Look for that. Tyler, I've wanted a piece of you since we started a podcast. <laughs> All, All right. you have to do is ask, baby. All right. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Welcome back, everybody. After a very long, hard match outside in the backyard, yeah, these two guys are both both bloody, but uh, of course I did. <laughs> I won, by the way. <laughs> Bitch, please. Do we need to settle this again? Again. <laughs> let's dance, Romeo. All right, let's do this. Sh- oh, okay, hey, we're hey, pausing hey. again. <laughs> we'll do a round two after. All right. Now we got we, a couple we could... of judo geese and boxing gloves if you guys really want to get after. No, I, I think, just need I, athletic I, tape and broken glass. It's 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 time for foxy boxing now. <laughs> I, I, I got I got a speedo in the car. Let's do this shit. <laughs> I'm going to need about 250 gallons of KY jelly. <laughs> I've only got 20 gallons, correct. <laughs> That'll work. I am low on stock. <laughs> just up in the ante the whole time. Oh, I love you got this. a kiddie pool? <laughs> We're, uh, we could do this all night, We're and we very well might after we stop recording. But first, we have our last beer of the night, I think, maybe? At least on the show. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, what, what do we have here that you're going to be pouring for us here in a second? Uh, so this one I got because it's a, a just... I, can, I, I don't judge a book by its cover, but I will buy a beer based off its label. That's burned me a few times. Uh, oh, so many times. Uh, but I got yeah. this one. This is from Prairie Artisan Ales. I'm about fitty fitty 
on these guys. Really? I, they have never made a bad beer that I have had. Okay, so let's hope that trend continues. I'm a Prairie Bomb fan. Mm-hmm. Christmas Bomb. I like the birthday regular, bomb. Their birthday bomb. Mm-hmm. The Pirate Bomb. Uh, All the bombs. Yep. Uh, this is coming at 4.9%. It is a sour ale with pineapple, pecans, or pecans, cherries, and yellow cake uranium. Oh, just yellow cake. Oh, no, no, no. You you missed that. It's It's with lactose. No. Yeah, it's your old friend. No, there's no lactose in this. I made sure. Are you sure? Because on Untapped, it you, says with lactose. Are you, are you about to make this uh, room uninhabitable? <laughs> yeah. It's oh, good not thing so much. This is the last beer. <laughs> it's not so much that the lactose, uh, that Jerry doesn't agree with the lactose. It's more that the lactose doesn't agree with Jerry. That's true. I so, enjoy it, but it, it doesn't. I, I, I get the. It's I'm never. A, it's never a, appeared in the room. It we'll doesn't put it say that lactose way. on the can, so I'm gonna hope that's the case. And what do we do? Well, because you're on the show? Nola Brewing. Oh, yeah, you're wrong. Brewery, this is Prairie Artisan. Oh, yeah, well, there you got is. the wrong. And this is a much right. Nola. Yeah. Huh. Rest in peace to go alcohol. It says in New brewed and canned by Krebs Brewing Company. Yeah, McAllister, Oklahoma. So. That's well, thing. somebody on Untap messed up, but what do we always do? We trust the can. We trust the can. Um, so Wikipedia for beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, how do you guys feel about sours in general? I'm all for them. I mean, like, about any, any beer style, they can be done well and they can be done poorly, but I'm generally a fan. I've only had, like, one or two baby vomit ones, so. I've had a couple really? baby vomit ones. Because to me, uh, I would equate Sour's beers to horror movies, to where it should be good, and when they're good, boy, are they some of the best things you'd ever watch. Uh, but to one good sour, there are 10 fucking just shit ones. <laughs> and same for horror movies, where sometimes they just don't live up to the hype, man. Uh, and it's just, it tends to be too much bretanomyces. Bretanomyces? There we go. I can <laughs> say that word. Or too much lactose or not enough alcohol, too much alcohol, too fusel, too whatever it may be. Or they brand themselves uh, as an 8% sour, uh, go back slushy to the- beer and, uh, Come in at two and a half percent. Are you talking about? Go back. That's go back through the uh, through our uh, our catalog to read that story. That was what? Uh, that's a brewery in, in Indiana. Four oh five brewery. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I was yeah. like, there's there's a number involved there, but yeah, there's so much wax in their beer, you can never get a fucking clean glass out of them. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so we found it on Untapped. Oh, good for you. Oh, good for me. Uh, this has oh, he's got it on his phone, I think. Yeah, it has uh, two thousand. Yep, oh, we found it on on the big the big screen. Oh, up one, one, up one. Up one. Also, there's a lot of pineapple upside down cake beers out there. Blows my mind, especially. I'm surprised these guys aren't fucking Highlandering each other. I well, some... that's what happens when you have a huge nation of swingers. Uh, they all communicate through pineapple, so beer industry just takes advantage. They have like what? pineapple phones, like on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, all. Beer people are swingers. Have you not gotten into? <laughs> You've only been in for about ten years. You'll figure We're it out. Not, oh my god! <laughs> so I guess our plans this after this are just got submarine. Tyler will head. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, think, I think we got invited to a journey that open, I might not man. be ready for. Still but, open, man. All right. Hey. All right. What's, what's the rule here? Just one finger or two fingers? Has it? <laughs> one. Let's one. start. Let's. All right. Let's. 
First uh, off, let's... That's fair. <laughs> only two rules on this podcast. Start slowly. We won't yuck your yum. <laughs> Th- third is not necessarily a rule, but just a general guideline. Be gentle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just ask. <laughs> just, just, a, just, just a little bit of consent. <laughs> just enough. Surprise! <laughs> on, on Untapped, this beer is coming in <laughs> with 3,044 check-ins and uh, 200... To 2,614 ratings and has an average rating of 3.66. And uh, the little description says it's a sour ale brewed with pineapple, lactose, and pecans. So it does, in fact, have lactose, according to the Wikipedia of of beer stuff. I'm not picking up any lactose. It's it's not terribly sweet. I'll I'll grant it that. I can typically, like, I can literally see lactose in beer at this point. There's. There's none in this. Well, like we always said, trust the can. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think there's any in this. Although, I mean, apparently yellow cake, which I'm a little uh, a little concerned about that. It's yellow cake uranium. I thought it was Uranus. Um, what do you guys think? Do you <laughs> do you taste the pineapple? Because our sipper, the one we're all enjoying, is my beer of the summer, the Cascade Lakes Brewing Company Pineapple Kush IPA. I enjoy the shit out of it. Jeremy, you said you don't taste much pineapple. In Not this. as much. I taste more pineapple in this than I do in this sour. No, opposite. I actually taste quite a bit. I get quite a bit of pineapple in this Mm. to the point where I get almost nothing else. Uh, It's a pineapple sour. See, I get like like a raw pineapple to it, but maybe it's just not a fun pineapple. So I'm going to stand on soapbox here for a little bit. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) Buddy, back up. Uh, Buddy, relax. But... So I, I've had a ton of pineapple beers before. I do get a little more pineapple on this than I do the pineapple Fine, kush. I'm fucking wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my big knock it, with pineapple in beer is pineapple is such a subtle flavor, especially when done in beers, that you never get enough pineapple. When I want when it, something is branded as a fucking pineapple beer, I want the pineapple to bitch slap you in the face and dole go, how did you get that pineapple flavor? Please tell us. <laughs> you can enjoy this and many other just bizarre opinions at It's All Beer. <laughs> Off no. soapbox. If, if I can counter that with anything, I would say that the, the flavor of the year, or at least the summer for 2020, has been mango. Like we yeah. have had, we, we could have easily featured a different mango flavored beer every single week on the podcast for about a month and a half straight. So at least six of them. Fair. You know, well, at least one an episode. And and, and, and I just see more and more and more mango. I feel pineapple was 2015 that summer. I mean, Ten Barrel had pineapple. I know a couple other breweries around town. Odell had, had their, like, pineapple sour as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, there was the 2015, 2016 uh, pineapple. Well, pineapple. The, the, there was, there was the more pineapples in a, pineapple in a, in a swingers uh, shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you got that reference or not, but I get well, no, no, no. You, you, will, you will. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys get any of the pecans, cherry, or not yellow a cake? bit? So, I mean, if you just handed this to me and said, "What do you think this is?" I'm like, "Oh, it's a, it's a pineapple, a sour. crisp pineapple, pineapple sour. sour. It's quite nice. Mm-hmm. It's I, it's not terribly um, uh, dynamic. Uh, it's not terribly complicated. It's a nice. I, I, I'm not sure if it's a true sour or kettle sour. I want to say probably kettle, probably kettle, probably kettle, kettle. kettle. But I mean, it's. Because there's no lactose. With with you know with everything they don't think. add lactose to a true sour. 
Yeah, with everything they with everything they say they put in there, I'm not picking up anything other than pineapple. It's it's a nice, refreshing pineapple sour, but that's perfect a, on a hot day. But I mean, not nothing that with your true sours normally you'll have lower lactic acid in there, so less chance of getting that baby vomit flavor. But mm-hmm. and a little bit, probably more of the like you'll get some funk. What yeah. is what does baby vomit taste like? Oh, like you don't know. Uh, I was going to say you have you a child. Have a child. You, you should know. Oh, I, I totally know. I'm asking <laughs> you. Can well, so so what it actually is 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 a butyric acid that that you're 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 okay, tasting yeah. there, and in small amounts it actually comes across as jasmine. Is the, interesting, but in large yeah. amounts, yeah, baby vomit. So All right. if if a true sour doesn't have lactose, why do so many fucking sours have lactose in them? Because same reason a, why yeah. right now milkshake IPAs are the hot ticket item. Were mm. I think I think they just went out. I yeah, think, but, fucking hopefully they just maybe. They, I think they, we're done with them. Milkshake they, they sours the door, but they, they've gone the way of the black IPA. Oh yeah, and Sad. a little racist, but okay. <laughs> And sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cascadian Dark Ale. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say the African-American IPA. <laughs> no, I was going to use a pretentious Portland slang for it. The CDA? The CDA, which I've always hated because that's such, it's like, well, we created it. Fuck, just say black IPA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a black IPA is an oxymoron because IPA stands for India Pale Ale. But you, How can you be... You know Black what it means. Black in color and pale in color at the same fucking time. <laughs> uh, I've seen. I've been getting racial al- in this piece. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I, I, I met a black albino and a black ginger. I say, have, have you heard? We're of not M&M's? talking about Blake Griffin here. I was say, have, well, you heard, have you heard of Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case then. So let's rate this beer. Uh, what was the untapped rating? Uh, it was like three point eight something. Six. Three point. Yeah, three point six six. Thank you, that's Tyler. Fucking absurd, man. I would give this a two five. Damn, kid. Okay, I don't like sours as a whole. Okay, it's not really so my thing. My big knock on oh. Untapped. All right, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Back at the soapbox again. Here we go. <laughs> Is when people rate things on Untapped and in the comment go, "I don't like this style," and so you know they checked it in just to get the check in. When I'm like, don't rate it if you know you don't like the style. Here's my argument to that and why I rate it and Ooh. why I will comment shit Ooh. like that. Gonna is because they're, they're <laughs> well, one, there are sours that I like out there. There aren't many, but they are. Uh, as a whole, I'm not a big fan of sours. This one, it, it it's sour, but it's not tart. We can taste the pineapple. We taste nothing else that it presents itself to be. In no way does it represent anything cakey or you know, pecani or cherry ish. And I rate them for me because my untapped list is well over a thousand beers. And at this point I've won, sorry, done a fair amount of illicit drugs that maybe I shouldn't have. (laughs) And also a fair amount of concussions. So it's hard for me to remember this shit. So I'll rate it because I'll be like, Jerry, sometimes you like sours, but remember not this one, buddy, just fucking put it back on the shelf and walk away. Okay, I can respect that. You, you could have just said you had a hard time remembering, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fun in that? All right. Uh, <laughs> I actually really like this. I mean, typically on Brunomics, we don't brand ourselves as, you know, experts. Like, you know, I mean, maybe we'll get there one day. But right now we're just, we're just super enthusiasts. It's like a regular enthusiast, but typically we wear capes. 
Uh huh. Uh huh. I was going to comment. Say, Those are nice capes. We say super. <laughs> we're super enthusiasts. Wish you would Whoa. wear something else besides a cape, but <laughs> but the capes are very nice. <laughs> they're very. Put they're very on the other side of the neck. Robing and flowing. But it is warm in here. I get it. it is. <laughs> <laughs> that that being said, I really do feel like this beer. It is kind of what it purports itself to be. If I was to pick this up off the shelf and say, oh, a pineapple upside down cake, what am I, and it's a sour, what am I expecting? A pineapple sour, and that's exactly what it is. So I, I'm going to give this a, a 3.75. Bro, it's a can of shitty raw pineapple juice with a <laughs> shot of plastic bottle are you, tequila are you, are you yucking? Are you it. yucking my yum? No, I'm just Don't yucky my yum. I'm sorry. You can say I'm wrong, but that's your opinion, and I have my own opinion. That's what it and, tastes like to me. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> and you you have to respect. Let's my avoid opinion. this uh, domestic dispute here. And uh, what's your rating? <laughs> Good transition, Tyler. Good transition. Um, so it was originally a four, but I've got to admit, like what uh, uh, what was brought up the um, the fact that they did bill it as like with the with the pecans and the cherry and the yellow cake. I'm not if I was look if I'm shopping for this beer and I look at the can. I don't feel like I'm getting what is on the can. Oh. Well. And so in in that kind of spirit, 3.5. Uh, All right. Right along the same lines as you, 3.5. My, you guys are so much nicer. <laughs> my one knock on it is, yeah, I don't get any of the pecans. Well, there's a very sure. nice, it's yeah. very nice beer. My it only... is a crushable sour. I will shove it down my gullet on a hot day and piss it out. My only problem is, is that it's not... Kind of as advertised. I don't get any of the things they describe on the can, and that if is they branded as just a pineapple sour. Now that now it that would have been probably four point five. That being said, if they branded this what it is and not what they say it is, I would like. I would probably like the beer. I'd be more likely to buy the beer because I like the beer. I, if it makes any sense, I like the beer as it is better than I think I would like it as they say it is. Sure. <laughs> well, I, and I can totally agree with we, that. And there are a lot of times. That, that's something that we use on this podcast is what does the beer purport itself to be? Is it that? Is it good? Yes. Is it what it says on the can or the bottle? No. Then I'm going to have more of an issue with that. Yeah. Because if marketing took to... liberties, we're going to dock those liberties. 100%. Sorry. That's fair. A hundred percent. But I mean, all in all, it's it's fine for a sour at four point nine. At that point, I will drink any other fucking five percent beverage. Yeah, uh, this this is one. definitely a one off for me. I'm not it's looking just, for this. Any and other and day. no matter the sour, rather rather it's a true sour, a kettle sour. Uh, fucking has lactose, doesn't have lactose, has the bread and anemones. Thank you. Uh, it's just to me, I can't drink multiples of them because one, they stain the shit out of your palate and it's hard to taste anything else after that. And it upsets my poor little tummy. It does. I know it does, bro. I've been with you since high school. You always, you, you're, you're a little tummy. A little tender tummy. I like this sour. I, I It doesn't purport to what it says it would be, but I think it's very tasty overall. Uh, I'm a I'm kind of a Sour Patch Kid here in the Brunomics boy band. Yeah. Big so, ups. You know, I'm Nick Lachey. I don't know. You're way more handsome than him. Thank you. Thank you. I really like this salad, and I give it a 4.0. I'd call you a CJT because you're a Cambodian Justin Timberlake. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but more successful. <laughs> no. 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 Probably Does not. JT have a beer podcast? Don't no. think so. All right. <laughs> Game, set, match. 
JT, if you, want, if you want to come on this show, we are more than willing to have you. God, that fuck that guy so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd let him. I was going to say, you'd let him. <laughs> okay. You can't, you can't see it, but Jerry had to lean back in his chair. He was uh, laughing so hard. Well, before we're entirely off the rails, uh, let's kind of wrap this bitch up. Oh, yeah. So. Did we want to... Talk about the other two news things real quick. Oh shit! We did, sure. So we did bring a couple of news stories yeah. if you are so inclined. We got to we got to pander to their audience we, a little we, bit. We are getting towards the end of uh, of the uh, uh, of your time, but we will. Let's do it. Let's have some. We shall fun do this. Will, do you want to start or shall I? Get a two part. Oh, break. You know what? I'll start. Okay, go for it. So let me paint a scene. You're in your local bottle shop, grocery store, liquor store, wherever the fuck you buy your six pack of beer. You're perusing the aisle in your mask because you're a responsible citizen. Thank you. (laughs) There's only one responsible citizen here. And (laughs) if you say, mask infringe on my freedoms, fuck you. The only infringement on freedoms is not being able to walk down the street with an open fucking beer. Pick your battles. This and many other opinions (laughs) you will hear on It's All Beer. You can catch us back in September. (laughs) Uh, But you're strolling down the aisles. You're like, ooh. You know what sounds kind of good? I'm feeling a little old school. I'm going to go with a new Belgium fat tire. Until you look down at the price and see 100 bucks for the six pack. Say what? 100 bucks for a new Belgium's fat tire amber ale. Okay. No, that's that's a pricing error. That's wrong. Incorrect. Uh, new Belgium did this as a little uh, marketing promotion in several markets for International Beer Day. To- They're screwing you on Beer Day too? No. When it actually rang up, it rang up for the normal price. But it was a marketing thing to promote that they are now uh, New Belgium is the first nationally or Fat Tires the first nationally distributed craft beer to be carbon neutral. Uh, and they, they 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 celebrated this by trying to fake people out into thinking that their beer was a hundred dollars a six pack. They did it because from their projections by twenty seventy. If climate change does not go unaltered, that is going to be the cost of a craft beer six pack because of the ag impacts on climate change. They've in the article from outside online, they break it down. They talk about it. They've already had where their orange for some of their beers that they do has went through the roof. Uh, The cost for about 100,000 cases cost the same as what a million cases of oranges used to. Wow. They've already had lost hop contracts because of hail destroying hop crops. And so when you start thinking about it that way, beer, especially craft beer, because it has five times the amount of grain that a domestic beer has in it, is tied super closely to the ag industry. So if climate change does happen and crops start dying off, that affects the barley to get the alcohol, which is, let's be honest, all of our favorite part of beer. We wouldn't be here if we weren't having yeah. the bag. Uh, hops, which is another huge component to the American craft beer scene. I mean, you can break it down. Belgians are known for their yeast. Germans for their crisp malts. Americans for the hops. Uh, so with that... You all love your hazies. They're about to get real expensive. <laughs> I also heard the same applies to agave because the tequila industry... I don't touch tequila. That's the devil's juice. So, 
Well, I've heard that, but the, the, like this, that. Is, this is true. Uh, but tequila but and a lot of wines have been grossly impacted by this mm-hmm. as well. And you fuck with my tequila. <laughs> she's going to open up real. a can of whoop ass. But, yeah, better open up a can of whoop ass on climate change. <laughs> I would love to. So that is that'd be what we name our episode. <laughs> <laughs> that is what uh, New Belgium wanted to have happen is the sticker shock of seeing a hundred bucks. For a six pack to try to get okay. people to go, okay. They still sold out. What can we do? <laughs> yes, they did. They did. Uh, you can find that story on It's All Beer. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do to help people make a better choice about climate change? Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, I think if, if anything, I was I was super quiet. And I, I know Jerry probably shared my sentiments. Just super quiet because... That's a scary world, man. Yeah. That is a scary world. $100 a beer. I mean, you know, inflation and everything else. Like, you imagine, okay, but I mean, still, that's probably what, like 30 bucks? I bitch about a $7 pint. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll do that. I bitch I'm, about a $14 six pack from Ballast Point. Agreed. So, we, have, we did have that whole. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking yeah. f- future in advance, you yeah. know, that, that's still like a $30 six pack, you know, relatively speaking. Well, at that point, what's a carton of eggs going to cost? Or because you got to feed, use the grain to feed the chickens to, or what's, to get, to what's get a the, T-bone steak going to cost at the grocery store? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're not even going to be able to, to buy it. It's going to be an absolute is luxury item. Is the normal man going to yeah. be able to eat? Or nope. is it going to be back in the medieval times where the king gorged himself and everyone else was starving to death. I feel like Jeff Bezos is really tasty. Yeah. I'd give him a try. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying there without saying it. <laughs> I, I get that, and I so, kind of agree. The ultimate ironic thing would be to order the guillotine off of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> as well as the... And you'd have to because you need it in a couple days. Yeah. As, as well as the, the smoker and, yeah. and, and What's the, the one-day shipping on this? <laughs> and on Prime. Uh, the next day. Uh, some humans. <laughs> Some rich humans. Oh cool. What well, starts out as rich Eat humans? The rich. I've seen. I've seen the. I've read about the French Revolution. It gets kind of fucked up. But <laughs> so before you start your story, we're going to drink another beer because well, you guys decided to drag us on. So. All right. We might. We might split this episode. I might end up doing. Some, oh, it's going to be some, a two-parter. Some at this folly point. work <laughs> over the top of this, but that'll be all right. But hey, here we are. Hi, Daisy. Come on in. Daisy's our, uh, our our little uh, studio like, pup. She's like, the fuck off. She's like, nope. It is a million degrees in there. There are five decks. She took one smell of that room and she's like, nope. nope. You guys are gross. That's fair. You guys are fucking gross. You do realize my nose is way better than yours, and you were disgusting. I can break down every particulate and bro wash your balls. <laughs> 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 this is going to make for a really interesting Those like were intro. Daisy's words, not mine. This is a really interesting intro to our second <laughs> part, second part of the episode. You got to realize we're already what five beers deep at this point. So I don't know, bro. I can't carry the two. Okay. <laughs> so um, uh, we're gonna drink another beer, and then Jeremy's gonna lead us out with a story. Yep. But, yep. 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 That works. Know, since we're here and we're here. Let's just go with that. Uh, this is from Pelican, Pelican Brewing. Bre- Pelican Brewing. Seeing red, I assume. It's a red. 
Yeah. This, well, you know, uh, it's better Pelican than Pelican. Amen. There we go. Pelican Brewing is over off the Oregon coast over in Cannon Beach. I got this from Growler Guys. They ha- specifically had to order it from them. Uh, you cannot find this, I don't think, anymore. I don't even think that it's in on tap anymore at Growler Guys. But it was uh, 10 bucks, And when I had it, I was like, oh, I am a sucker for reds. Well, and Pelican Brewery is one of those places that can do no wrong as far as I'm uh, they're, they're, I, I agree. They're an absolutely great brewing. And at Brunomics, we love a red. And, Jeremy, you have a connection with us based on reds. Did you know that? I did not know that. You did not know that. Uh, about a year Oh, right. No, yes. Ago. Okay, yes, <laughs> hey, yes. there it is. It took, I'm, uh, five, I'm five beers deep, so. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Will's birthday, we brewed uh, Brunomics Red. We had a big naming contest on mm-hmm. it. Shouts to Ben for winning Windy Tits Red. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's, but, that's what the vote was. I ended up going with uh, Run Over Red or something like that yes. for my for my story, but it still will be known forever as Windy Tits. And so Jeremy was a massive, massive help to that with a lot of the education on how to start a, uh, the brewing process. You and, poor souls. And, uh, <laughs> no, it was great. I mean, obviously, we ended up, we wanted him on our podcast at that point. It took a while. We finally got him there. So I, I guess it's you. So you're basically, you're riding my coattails. Basically. Hey, look at that. Look at that. I'll ride more than your coattails. I think we're going to ride Later that ass. <laughs> uh, Am I supposed to say something about a pineapple now? So <laughs> That's what we invite more people in. It makes okay. it taste What you doing? <laughs> Meet you up at Hidden Springs. So, uh, <laughs> this is it. The sea and red. Again, we, I fucking love reds. And I know it's a, a slightly darker amber. Whatever. I still enjoy them. This is good beer. Oh, What's, the, nice. What's the ABV on this? Pretty low, huh? Uh, five point four. Not five, too bad. Sorry, five point four. Not too bad. Pretty good, actually. I like it. A nice. I'd much rather finish Quite the nice. night on this than that fucking pineapple sour. <laughs> I tell you that much. Oh, this is. Uh, it's good. I could. I could drink this bitch all day. I, Irish reds are my favorite beer. Super. I mean, not super malty, but you don't taste like any hoppiness, any bitterness. It seems like like the maltiness that a red should super have. Super balanced. It's great. Yeah, I'd put my dick in it. I'd let it put a stick in me. <laughs> if it, if we lived in Oregon, you would All tap right, it. So in now the, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Tyler, you? In the winter, I'd freeze it and skate on it. I feel like, I feel like they're having sex it. with their yeah. beers, which makes me worried about what they're actually giving have us. Have you not listened to <laughs> our show? Have you, and have you not fucked a beer, bro? Come on. <laughs> I, I thought that sour tasted a little salty. <laughs> Pink... <laughs> Awkward up, silence. He normally pick opens up, a can, but that one came straight from his dick. Up, I don't get it. Pick up hints of like salt and Clorox. Is that and is that, <laughs> is that smeg- shame? Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a hair in mine. That's <laughs> how that comes. That's a, it's for extra flavor. Uh, Say Rogue's and Beard Bear beer. Yeah, I've had that. It's pretty good. That's another beer that a lot of people have strangely bought for me. I don't know why. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Can't imagine. <laughs> what gets me is the people go, that's so disgusting. They made it. And I'm like, they cultivated the yeast off the brewer's beard. Do you want to know where yeast normally come from? Because it's way worse. There's a reason the guard is in Tillamook, Oregon, next to all these cow fields. Oh, yeah. And you know the girls, ew, it's so yeasty. But you seen your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what my life is like. <laughs> I'm still going there, but just letting you know. this Vitamin B12 helps with the hangover. Uh, no, I, 
I love this. This, I this love... episode might be the first Patreon episode we have. <laughs> you fucking need a hind behind a fucking paywall. Uh, but uh, back to the beer. Back... I haven't even taken my top off yet. So... <laughs> well, get started. <laughs> uh, to your point earlier, Jeremy. Oh, God, that's why I wear a hat. Uh, oh, that's right. We're on YouTube. We need to. Pelican is okay. fucking phenomenal. I really like these guys. I would. This is another four beer for me. It's a great red. I would happily drink this again and again. Um, shoot, we're doing ratings already. Okay. Oh, so soon. I'm gonna give this a four point five. All right. I really, really like it. I'm a sucker for it. It's it's caramely and not too sweet. And I just I would drink this all day. Do you guys say caramel or caramel? Caramel. Caramel. God damn. Unless I'm talking about the place in Indiana, then it's caramel. The exactly. Because silent. The A born is, in Indiana. You, you probably say Jeff instead of GIF. Do you call don't it? You? No, I call it GIF. Oh, uh, do you call it Moscow or Moscow in Idaho? Moscow. Okay. Moscow's in Russia. So don't but be it's a fucking not an, imbecile. It's not an M O S A C O W. There's an extra goddamn vowel in there, and you respect <laughs> that fucking vowel. <laughs> yeah. Idaho people know that you're looking at me knowingly, so I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five. I don't. <laughs> there it is. All of the above. I, I know uh, I know uh, for, for that that uh, that uh, you know that you're since you with five uh, star ratings. But here's the thing: when you're talking about an amber ale, you're talking about a style that's not. It's it, red, not an amber. There's a difference. Is red, there? It's an American amber ale. Is there? <laughs> And I don't, and I don't know how you improve upon this. It's, it's, it's really, really nice. It's got the right amount of caramel, but it's got the right amount of like roast right at the end. It's got a nice dry finish that invites another drink. I mean, pre- present me with a better, uh, uh, a better amber ale if you can. But the one you helped us brew. Well, yeah, that was <laughs> all right. Fine. This is four point seven five then, because clearly the one I made is superior. <laughs> I think he'll accept that answer. <laughs> nice ego there, Jeremy. <laughs> Tyler, so, humble. did you rate it? I'm sorry. I have not rated it yet. Uh, and normally, because I'm not a huge red fan, I would not rate it. But I will break that rule for here. Uh, give you it a better. three. <laughs> uh, I think for the style, it, it's right where it needs to be. It's just personally for my style or for my palate. I'm not a huge red fan. So, but you said you'd break that rule. So what is it? I said three. You said three. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a good Woo. thing your opinion doesn't matter. We're going to count this as a Brunomics recommend <laughs> beer anyway. It does not represent the views of Brunomics oh, and Brunomics ideal. <laughs> I'm just giving him crap at this point. But. All opinions matter, but also opinions can be wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's gosh. Right. Other other than yours, yeah, everybody. Almost recommends this, so that's pretty good. Way to fuck up the flow, Tyler. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and that's, what, that's, a, that's a combo breaker. That's what, we what call he that. does. So, uh, shall I'm we, the cooler. Let's finish it so up mo- on Moving on to Jeremy's topic. Sweet-ass industry story or whatever. <laughs> so, I'm just going to read the headline here. It's from BBC News. Uh, Canada Brewery Apologizes. Wait, wait. <laughs> which BBC News? Just says it's just BBC.com. Is it, is it, is it, it Canada or is it England? Or is it? It's just BBC.com. Or is it Big Black Cocks? It's definitely that one. Okay. <laughs> Canada Brewery apologizes for beer named Pubic Hair in Maori. Okay. So. Where is Maori? <laughs> it's, it's next to Samoa. Some it's a, it, it's a, so, so the, the Maori people are, a, are, are the native New Zealands. Uh, they are uh, uh, Polynesian. Oh. And uh, 
and uh, uh, they have the badass like haka dance or whatever. Yes, I think so. Um, and the, and they're the they have a word uh, uh, hura hura, which and I'm also probably horribly mispronouncing that. If you are if you uh, speak uh, Maori or actually are Maori, I'm probably mispronouncing that too. Uh, a feature he of, apologizes. A feature the, of the it's views all- of him <laughs> and his butchering of pronunciation do not reflect the views of it's all beer or Plus the size of the average Maori. Is we're so sorry. Yeah. We're so sorry. <laughs> So anyway, Jeremy lives at <laughs> Wow. Uh Hell's Basement Brewery in uh, Alberta, Canada released its Haru Haru Pale Ale. Uh probably as a, a as a uh a nod to the New Zealand hops they use in there. I don't know, that's just what makes sense to me. Um <laughs> but, but the, tra- translated it means Well, they thought it meant feather. Um which uh which are, I could which which uh, it's a so, type of feather maybe so do you mean, so do, you mean it, do you mean the feeling of a light feather on the on your inner thigh so because that that's the, that's about sums it up the article kind of details that yeah strictly in uh, Maori haruhura means feather or like fur but when they say fur. it when they say like it a like nine times out of ten they mean <laughs> pubic hair so. Um, you know, take that as take that as you will. I'm not trying. I'm trying, trying to think of an English equivalent, but Bush, uh, Merkin. I like that. Mer- one. Yeah, Merkin is a. But we've Looking got at you, Firestone Walker. We've got the Velvet Merkin, <laughs> and they have oh. not apologized yet. <laughs> I don't um, think I ever made that connection till now. <laughs> Again, we call Paul's pubes the Cambodian Velvet Strip. Um, the 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 pale so. Hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> This was pointed. This uh, point was pointed out by a Mar- uh, uh, Maori television personality, um, and here we go again. Me mispronouncing things. Uh, T. Har- Haruma Nikora pointed out uh, this, and along along with a leather company in Argentina, that they were uh, misusing this. Well, they were that they were uh, that the word they were using meant pubic hair as part of a campaign to hey stop fucking with our language. <laughs> That's Makes amazing. The, yeah. Um, the 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 Canadian brewery immediately uh, rebranded the pale, basically saying, "You know, we're sorry, we didn't yeah. quite under. You know, we typed it into Google Translate. What do you want from us?" Um, but Google I mean, Translate knows everything. <laughs> the, the you know, it's funny, but the kind of the the, the point that uh, uh, that Nicora was trying to make was it was about cultural appropriation. And that is you people are yeah. using you, your people are using a word from our indigenous culture, and you clearly don't know what it means because we that's what we used to say pubic hair. Mm-hmm. And and Canada responded with, "What do you mean your people?" <laughs> no, well, they probably just yeah. said sorry. I said yeah. it's Canada. They said sorry. We're they said sorry, sorry a lot. <laughs> so sorry. We probably sorry, got something. Like, give this guy a fucking buffer. <laughs> Puppers, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although the Jimmy Horton, the exact the the exact uh, uh, phrase, the, the exact wording from the Canadian brewery was, uh, "quote We wish to make especially clear that it was not our intent to infringe upon, appropriate or offend the Maori culture or people in any way." To those who feel disrespect disrespected, we apologize. So sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's pretty hilarious. Sometimes people get offended over the silliest shit. It's like, that's one of those. That is one of those things. I sort of, kind of. I mean, I I understand both sides. I mean, um, you know, in New Zealand, it is a minority culture that is 
threatened. Um, not unlike Native American culture here in the United States. Fair. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of uh, a distance because I mean, when you're talking about New Zealand hops. You just type in, you just you know, you, know, you, you New type Zealand words. Yeah, you yeah. type in, you know, I mean, uh, you know, famously, Azaka is the name for the Haitian uh, god of, uh, of of agriculture. Okay. And one of the uh, one of the biggest hops in hazy IPAs right now. But you're just searching for a word to you know to to brand your to brand your uh, beer and. You know, maybe you should take just a half a second to research it a little further. Or, I mean, kind of like someone we know that made a t shirt for High Aldi <laughs> in Spain's color for a bass. Oh festival. my God, I forgot You're about that. Fucking kidding me. Not I, joking whatsoever. Wait, 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 wait. A brewery. Say this, start over and say this uh, more. Go clearly. ahead, go, Tyler. So, you got it. You got it. Fucking <laughs> High Aldi. You realize what my last name is? Yes. Basco. Basco. Yeah. <laughs> so, High Aldi is a bass festival that. Boise, one of the biggest bass populations in the United States. Yes. It celebrates the bass heritage. I'm sure you could weigh in a little more on it. We don't no, care we're actually the, the second large. Uh, we're the only larger bass population than Boise, Idaho, is Euskadi, the bass country. Uh, but we're the Spanish government and well it's it's kind of a thing. It's very much like Basque and Scottish people kind of go hand in hand because of like the government's kind of what should you say screwed uh, you over. Cunty would be maybe the word I would use for a lot of ostracation. Just because the Basque land is a beautiful land, great it produces massive agricultural benefits. Both rather it's from uh, sheep herding or literal farming, whatever it may be. And Can you name any any other Scottish culture. <laughs> oh, it, well, it's amazing do. because the accent even sounds a little Scottish. Oh, you're right. Uh, which is kind of weird, but it, it's a country that's been, or it's not a country. They've been trying to be their country for literally thousands of years. <laughs> and due to the agricultural effects, benefits that they have for Spain, Spain's kind of like, fuck you. And not only that, the uh, the things that they did to the Basque people, Basque the cultural for genocide. a long time, it was, it was straight up genocide. They were afraid yeah. to admit they were Basque because the fucking Spanish would kill them. So they would just sit there and say they're French It'd or be something. Like- <laughs> the Union Jack on a St. Patty's Day flag. Yeah, it's it's fucked up, man. <laughs> he looks at me wearing the the the, the Team Ireland fucking rugby shirt. When we saw that, we were just like, "Did you not take a moment to Google Basque colors?" It's it's like it's like calling a fucking like a Scottish person Welsh or something like that. Like, no, it's like calling a Scottish person British or British. Exactly. <laughs> like calling a fucking Basco a. Spaniard, like, all right, we're gonna go fucking fight, and one of us isn't coming and, out alive. And then they wondered why the t-shirts didn't sell. Gee, weird. <laughs> who who uh, you went with the yellow and the red instead of the green? You want to tell her? No, we're just gonna let that fade. We're just gonna the, let that fade. Yeah, we're, we're, gonna fade yeah. we're just gonna let that fade. They, you know who you are, and you know you done fucked up. <laughs> oh, God, man. So I'm just. We're gonna let that. I think. I think all the parties involved. Knew pretty quickly they done fucked up and they paid for the done fucked up. They probably still have the t-shirts and you could probably still buy them at the right place, <laughs> which now I'm almost willing to pay for. <laughs> yeah, let's buy Jerry a, a one of those shirts. Done. <laughs> I would love it. We uh, could probably get you one. Well, I, know, I did see that. I think it was DC Brow or someone did a beer honoring the Code Talkers uh, from the Navajo. The Navajo. Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole from reason we wore, won World, World War, War II, II for the record. Yeah, the, the Wind yep. Talkers, are, yeah. Yep. The yep. Navajo. So, yeah. But the beer is called Code Talkers. It has one of the 
people who served as a code talker on the label. So sweet. Great way to actually truly honor someone's culture. Yeah, that's I mean, yes. I mean, uh, and and here's and here's why I'm kind of two minds about it. I mean, I want to I want to be, I want to believe that, you know, uh, you know, people as one people can borrow from another people's culture. Uh, but maybe, you know, I do find it hilarious. You call the beer pubic hair. So yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, that's, that's a fun thing is that, okay, you, you done called your beer pubic hair in our language. Just, you should probably know that <laughs> it is amazing. So I also grew up in New Mexico, big Navajo culture. Uh, you know, I know one word in Navajo. It's probably a swear word. No, it's just hello. Oh, okay. Okay. It's yatehe. I want to nice. say hello, Navajo. There you go. It's a lot of nice. syllables for a hello. It That's really nice. is, isn't it? Yatehe. That's one extra syllable than you need for hello. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the German. Well, I, I would I would say <laughs> two more because I just go, sup. <laughs> Fair. That's a lot more because you just do the head nod. Well, and especially because you think like you watch a John Wayne movie and it's how. <laughs> And that's um, that. Then that's a level of cultural. And, and that's cultural appropriation, right there. I mean, there's where do you draw the line? Well, <laughs> how how is probably it's probably just I, past no, the line. Where, where, no. It was the '80s slash '90s. Am I am is I over the line excuse? yet? No, look behind it's like you. John Wayne, play, John Wayne playing Genghis Khan. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> we really shouldn't talk about It's never about, been more fine. It's totally fine. We really shouldn't talk about Big Trouble in Little China. Hey, <laughs> hey, you shut your goddamn mouth. Dude, that movie's great, but oh, I'm man. sorry. The Asian disagrees with you, Will. You're wrong, Mr. No, I, he was he was saying He was saying that I need to shut my mouth because it's great. Yes. It's amazing. That's what I was saying. All right. Therefore, it's amazing. As long as one person from that, that's loosely related to that culture, says it's okay. Republican ticket here. As long as one person who doesn't look like you says it's okay, that it's perfectly fine. That's the representation we have in the room. It's fine. Okay, Dan Snyder from the Washington football so, team. So, so let me ask you, is the one person of color in the room, is the is like naming your beer pubic hair, is that fine? Yes. All right. So the Canadian, so that Canadian brewery, you don't have to be, your, you don't have to be sorry anymore. It's yeah. fine. It's an, I'd, I'd be honored to have <laughs> an American, though. Like, <laughs> like shh. If someone outside of America can say it was a New Zealand brewery that named a beer after you, look my more penis. like the Maori than we do. Right. Honor, that's very true. <laughs> I think. I think on that note, the next beer or whatever it is that either one of us brews, which I'm putting a lot of pressure on Jeremy because he's probably going to brew Step next before <laughs> before we do. He has to officially call it pubic hair. Like straight up in English, yeah, pubic in hair. English. Pubic just, hair. just pubic hair, just pubic hair. Not yeah. even like cult, cult uh, couch even, it another language. Don't even yeah. church it up. Yeah. No, just, maybe I'll look up the word pubic hair in Navajo. Okay, look up the pubic word. In, all right, look up the pubic word, the, the the word for pubic hair in Navajo, and then I will call it. There we that. go. <laughs> call it that or pubes. <laughs> See, pubes is still quite obvious. S b p e w b s. Pubes. 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 Well, on that note, 
tell us where we can find you professionally, personally, your podcast. Give us any shout outs you guys have for the moment. I like the look of fear on Tyler's face because this is where he usually shuts up and I go, this has been It's All Beer. As always, you can find us on uh, Facebook. We're at It's All Beer. You can uh, you can send us an email. Uh, it's all beer at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. Uh, it's at all beer one because someone else got that and they don't use that fucking account. And that pisses me off. Oh, bro. I get it. Um, we do do some stuff on Instagram. You can find us there. And of course, you can pick up our podcast at uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, I think we're on Spotify. Pretty much if you can download a podcast there. I think I've got it on there. But if, if you if you have a place you download your podcast, it's not there. Let me know, because I always need to find a place to uh, to infiltrate. Absolutely. Let him know. Or if you're listening to this as a Bronomics guest, please let us know, because we'll do the same thing. We'll fucking get you out there. Yeah. Because we had a big challenge with that as well. So yeah. and super important. Not and to mention, where you can find me personally is usually at your local watering cold drunk at a bar top. <laughs> <laughs> Any one of them are there. Just look. Just, just Maybe behind your hot grandma at the Albertsons checkout. <laughs> Go on. I was going to I was always going to say. With a pineapple uh, in his cart. <laughs> My wife can never hear this podcast. <laughs> in his cart. Officially. <laughs> You can poke the bear uh, at Emo Budweiser on Twitter. Oh, my. Bit. Yes. Uh, apparently, yeah, there is Emo Budweiser on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, for all things Brunomics, you can look us up pretty much on any social media at Brunomics. Uh, if you search us and we're not there, we're not fucking there. We're not there. We're not on TikTok. We decided to abandon that idea. It's getting banned. We're not on fucking Snapchat. I kind of want to see Brunomics TikTok all of a sudden. <laughs> we might make that happen. Tyler, you want to be on TikTok? No. We can make this happen. No. Want to do a dance? We'll do a dance. We can do that. We save that for the bro. It'll be amazing. It'll be. It'll be our Patreon. Our 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 dicks will be covered by beer bottles. It'll be beautiful. And so we're on with a beer can. Well, my dick's too small. Looks more like a light switch. That being said, I'm on Twitter at Sinclair Will. Most most other things, including Xbox and whatever else you want to find me on at Sinclair Will. Uh, Jerry's at the Basco Fiasco. Make sure you wash your hands. Please, you know, be nice to each other. Be courteous. And uh, I think with that, Brew Crew, make sure you drink good beer. Give all about beer. Follow. Uh, give them some love. Cheers, Brew Crew. Cheers. Have fun. Cheers. Cheers.